It's time to find out if Sheriff Joe will take Boomy's advice and be lenient with the thief, or if he's going to throw the book at him. And if he does, how will Boomy and the team react? So you're going to now take him to Sheriff Joe? Yeah, then we'll explain what happened. All right, so you go to Joe's office then? Yes. All right, so you go to Sheriff Joe's office. No response. Oh, he's asleep. Um, I'm going to ask Matthew where... So his office is one door. The next door over in this building is his room. Okay, we'll go to that then. Let's go over and knock on that door. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, no response. You wait a few moments, I'm assuming? Knock harder. You knock again? All right, so you knock again. You're like, yeah, 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 I'm coming. Okay. From inside. Perfect. Thanks, Sheriff. So he opens the door, and he he's wearing a very worn-out um, robe of sorts. So it's closed up, and everything tied around his waist. And it doesn't go all the way down. It stops, like, midway down his shin. It's a little small on. The sleeves are, like, baseball shirts, you know, just past the elbow. And um, he... Doesn't have his hat on, so this is the first time you actually get to see his hair. It's balding. He's not balding, it's just short. And it is completely gray. And then you can see he has some beard growth that he didn't have last time you saw him. So he hasn't shaved yet. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, you, you woke him up. It's obvious he was asleep. Are you even sure if we've discovered uh, the, uh, the thief? And you present him, I assume? Yep. Um... Um, we rendered him unconscious. We were afraid that he was going to escape. Um, and we think he's been sort of, uh, eking out a living on the water by stealing food, uh, from, uh, from the storage. He seems to be, uh, very homeless. Well, most drifters are. That's why we call them drifters. But, uh, good work, good work. Uh, just take him to the, take him to one of the cells in the guardhouse. Uh, Post, post guard, I don't care who, um, we'll deal with it in the morning. Okay. Is that all? Yep. Closes the door. Cool. One more thing. I'm kidding. Um, okay, so uh, I think we should do rotations. Like, uh, one of us should stay out for like two hours or something, and then the other can do two hours, two hours. So two now hours. that you've been outside, it's easier to gauge what time it is. Probably a little after midnight. Okay, so we won't even have to... Sure. Um, so sunrise is like max of five hours away. Sure. Then uh, I can take first watch for like two hours, and then you guys can get some sleep since we were up uh, for a while. It's been an exhausting day. Check in power now. Boomy will stay up uh, in the, the brig watching a prisoner, making sure he's still breathing. And uh, and then he'll go and uh, wake up uh, whoever wants to go next. I think uh, we do have like a a toll full of guards. Uh, but they're busy. It doesn't... I'm not going to uh, interrupt their uh, schedules just so... Can... Hey, Matthew, I heard you want to... Wait, is there a person guarding the bridge already? Uh, there was an empty because it's empty. Okay. So uh, so I'll wake up Chet. I'll shake him awake. Hey, get over here. It's your Chet. Chet? He's already awake. He's with you right now. I thought you they were sleep, sleeping in the, the brig with us. And then I was going to go wake him up so you could do Oh, you, you already started... I... Missed time skipping. I didn't realize you guys were already guarding. I thought you were still trying to figure out who was going to guard. Oh, okay. My bad. So you're taking the first shift. Yep. And then I was going to have Chet After take the second. After a couple hours, you wake Chet up. Yep. And obviously, off to the last. And so then... Chet can um, take it in the morning. Well, yeah. Sunrise would be when 
your couple hours would be up if you wanted to wake him up at that point. Or just let okay. All right, so you the guys to sleep in a little bit. Uh, so it's maybe hour or two past sunrise when uh, Sheriff Joe comes in. Then I'll wake him. Did Travis stay with? Did you want Travis to stay with you guys? He was at storage. Right. Did you want Matthew to stay with? You? Um, no, Matthew can go either back to his post or to sleep. All right, so he would have he would have gone back to Travis then. Okay. He would have told you that. <clears throat> All right, so it was just three of you guys guarding the, the cell. Um, and then, so yeah, Sheriff Joe would show up a few, like, hour or two after sunrise. It's like 7 a.m., 8 a.m., something like that. Uh, so you're going to wake the other two. All right, so you wake them up. So all three of you wake up. Sheriff Joe's there. I was like, all right, we're going to, you wanted to interrogate the prisoner then, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unless uh, you were planning to do it, or if you had, like, procedure for this, I don't know if, uh... Uh, he doesn't happen very often. Usually he takes the lead interrogations, but if one or all of you want to try and prove your worth, you are free to take the reins. Uh, I'll leave this to uh, our lead investigator, Bob, if he would like to or not. Or uh, Chet, either of you. I, I, can, I can try to do some interrogation. Okay. Do some good I'll stand to the side. and then, with a gun. And then I'll, I'll be like, uh, Sheriff Joe, uh, please uh, help us if we... We, if you feel like we're going in the wrong direction with our line of questioning. Okay. Thank you. All right. So, I walk up to uh, I walk up to the prisoner who is now conscious, right? I would think so. Yes. He probably would have been conscious. He probably would have come to during your shift, maybe. Oh. And then he would have probably stayed awake. Um. Could I have gotten his name? Unless he wouldn't have given you anything, even okay. if you tried. I want a lawyer. You don't have that. <laughs> So this is an interrogation. All right. I slap him. Put the how long have you, how long have you been doing this? Roll a strike. Gonna kill him with your snake. Get more than a four, and you will. Well, no, he's not. He has no way to resist you because he's you know tied up. And Don't roll a one. That dice has been tied to me too. One. <laughs> roll the one. You break your hand. And I'm gonna give you, you a chance to play this off. I'm not going to be this night. It's probably ever again. Okay. So you go to slap him, and you completely miss his face. And <laughs> slap the wall directly next to him. But he's still have a chance for intimidating. So you just smack the wall, so it's just loud right in its face. Yeah, yeah. What do you say? Yeah, what... I say, you know, what... How long have you been doing this? Huh? So, now you're going to roll the intimidation. With the advantage? Because he... You did the like well. The only reason he's rolling intimidation is because he did the slap. So no advantage. Roll it. But he is so strong. So I'm gonna I'm gonna not use that one. Switch die. Here comes the one. Four. Do you have a bonus intimidation? No. No. Is Chet intimidating because he's right next to him? Chet is very intimidating. Also trusting. So you slap the wall. Demand to know how long he's been stealing food. And when you slap the wall. The sound kind of startled him. He jumped a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then um, he, second later, he regains his composure and he is stone faced. Just stares you down. All right, all right. Just so no answer at all. No, just he didn't speak at all. Silence. All right. Um, what language did you use? English. What other language would he have spoken? Japanese. Japanese. I don't know. <laughs> Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a chance he doesn't even understand me. There's a chance. There's a chance. Um, I I forget. Do uh 
Do drifters speak their own language? There is a drifter language. That does not mean they don't also know English. Okay. So there's the three languages you guys have heard spoken by people other than yourselves. Right. There's the Atoll language, English, and the Drifter language. That was the one they were wearing. I want I wanna hold a dagger to his throat. Whoa. <laughs> and tell him to respond. Alright, so you I ain't playing. pull out your dagger and it's up. is it just out or is it it, no, I'm like... It's right, against yeah. his... Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, no. Boomy's gonna Hold on. Like, well, take it let, him, let him speak first. <laughs> so, what exactly do you say? I say, speak to me. Like, answer. Yeah. Give me another intimidation. Five. I'm not answer very intimidating. You. you hold the knife, and you're like, <laughs> answer! And your voice cries, like, answer! <laughs> and, um, the... So you got the knife against his throat, and you actually feel him leaning into the blade as he stares you down. Now I'm going to need you to roll a horror factor against his intimidation. So you have a horror factor saved, you have a bonus. It's at the bottom of your save table. It's at the top right of your save. Oh, seat. yeah. No bonus? No. Alright, so just whatever you roll. 19. So you are not intimidated by him, but you are still aware of what he's doing. Right. So he's leaning into the blade. I push back. I, <laughs> Whoa! We're just having a pushing battle with his throat. So you, so he starts leaning in, and so you're just like, all right, and then you push. So he's feeling you push the blade back. Boomy, you wanted to react to this? Um, I'll, uh, I'll walk up behind uh, behind Bob and put a hand on his shoulder and be like, uh, "Take it easy here. We want to question him, not kill him." I'm and as slap, you do so, I'm you can slap, both you I'm, both see blood start to trickle slowly down the guy's. I throat. slap Boomy's hand away. Whoa! <laughs> Get the, the fuck out of here, Boomy! What the fuck? <laughs> uh, okay. So and uh, at this point, Sheriff Joe is going to speak up <laughs> and say, Son, I think it's best you listen to your friend here. Alright, I'm gonna back off, but it's more like a. Ugh. It's like a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sheriff, I think you, you should probably take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're the bad cops. Uh, you can be the good cop. <laughs> okay, he's like, all right, all right. And he walks in, and he begins to speak in the Drifter language. And it takes him a while. He does get in the guy's face a little bit. He does, the roughest he gets with him is he takes the guy by the, the collar and pushes him up against the wall at one point. So he kind of thuds against the wall, and he falls. The guy hits the wall and then falls, so he's sitting on the floor. And then Sheriff picks him back up, but like not to hurt him, whatever. Picks yeah. him back up and sets him on his feet. And so the guy is back against the wall, and Joe is in his face, still yelling at him in this language. And eventually the uh, guy starts to respond. You do, again, you can't understand what he's saying, but he is responding. He's giving very little, very little at a time. It's short responses, but he's speaking. At that point, uh, Joe relaxes his demeanor a little bit he's not as in his face but he still holds that authority still a stern voice and then it takes probably a half hour eventually Sheriff Joe seems satisfied sits him back down steps out of the cell closes it and then he motions to you guys to follow him and he steps out of the room okay I'll follow all right so you guys follow yeah. he closes the door behind you so you're just in the hallway tells you that he's fairly confident he got enough information out of the drifter. Uh, you guys did a wonderful job here. Looks at <laughs> Overall, 
Your interrogation skills could use some work. Looks at Bob. <laughs> Bob was a bit of a, a rebel on the force. Uh, I'm sure he could tell you some stories. I'm sure he could. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> now. For now. I think you guys could probably do with some rest. You've been up most of the night. You got maybe five hours of sleep. You got half that. And you all, you got half that. So Bob had the full five. The other two, it's split roughly. So, and then you were up a whole previous day. You guys are probably pretty tired. You guys want, you probably want to get some rest, I assume. Yes, sure. <clears throat> all right, you guys are free to do so. Oh, and then I'll say um, Matthew and Travis were super helpful uh, with this whole investigation. I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciated that. All right, he acknowledges this. Uh, and then he, uh, he says, get some rest. The uh, prisoner's sentencing will be this afternoon. And he, he kind of nods at you and walks away. I'm going to go back to our barracks then. Hit the, hit the rack. Okay. So you guys go back, get some sleep. Uh, are you guys going to attend the sentencing, I assume? Yeah. Yes. Okay. When you wake up, um, Cody is in the room with you, but like he's off doing his, he's like doing his own thing. Like um, Probably be sharpening his blade or something. Uh, you guys wake up, he reads you to me. How's it going? Pretty good. And then, like, uh, you guys you guys go into... Or, he says, I heard you guys caught that, that drifter stealing the food last night. Good job. You guys are going to the sentencing, right? Yep. You, yep. All right. Well, I was just about to head out if you guys want to come. Yeah, with. absolutely, Cody. All right. So he, he was sharpening just uh, like a knife, puts that in his belt, gets up, heads out. You guys go with him. So he leads you to a different part of the guardhouse. Uh, it would probably be near the cafeteria. It's a large room. You walk in. There is... Um, couple rows of chairs and then on the far side of the room there is a, a table with a single chair where Sheriff Joe is already sitting and then um, in front of that there is another single table but a smaller one at the front of the rows with a single chair at it and the prisoner is in the chair and tied to the chair. Uh, some of the, the seats are already filled uh, some of them you recognize as guards. Some of them you recognize as just people you've seen around. Um, some of the cafeteria staff that you got the crates from would probably be here. Just it's an open to the public sort of thing. Uh, where do you want to try and find a seat? What part of the room? I'm gonna be sitting near the front. I'll sit by. You guys find. So when you walk in, you take the take in the room, and then uh, Cody's like, "All right, I'll I'll." Catch you guys later then. And he walks up and he actually stands next to Sheriff Joe's table. Oh. So you guys find seats at the beginning. There are the beats at the front. Take seats at the front. If you're there for a few minutes, more some more people come in. And then Sheriff Joe stands up, like, Alright, alright, we're gonna we're gonna get started. Everyone quiet down. So the room quiets down, no one's talking anymore. And Joe's like, Okay. So he takes a seat and then he addresses the drifter. You stand accused of stealing food. From the atoll and its people, how do you plead? First time you have heard the drifter speak English. He has an accent. It sounds like his native tongue is the drifter language. Uh, so he, he speaks and he says, guilty. Please guilty. So Sheriff Joe's like, all right, that makes this a lot easier. You were found guilty. Uh, the punishment will be death. 
I was afraid of that. I should have said something about working the fields for all eternity. I cheer. I cheer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> looks around. Nobody else is. Um, it's, it's gonna like uh, shift the seat over. Can I, uh, uh, well, Boomy is gonna move a little bit, but uh, he's also um, going to quietly. So, Sheriff Joe is in front of everyone. He's yes. So he's facing everyone, correct? Um, can I settle up alongside the wall and be like, to Cody? So you kind of start to get up. And Cody sees, so you're not even out of your chair yet. He's, like, up. he's not near you. He's, you know, with Joe. But he sees you and he just, he meets your eyes and just gives you a very subtle shake, a head shake. Like, no, don't do it. All right, so you sit back down. Uh, so J- Joe, after a second, after he says, punishment will be death, says, sentence to be carried out immediately. Court is adjourned. And so then everyone's like, all right. And he starts getting up. Everyone heads out. <laughs> And uh, so then Cody goes over and undoes, because remember the guy's tied to the chair, so Cody undoes the the, ro- the tie, the knots on the chair, ties his uh, hands back up behind his back, grabs him, like leads, so he's leading the drifter, but not out the door that everyone else is going out of. There's another door you now notice on the other side of the room back by where Joe's table is, and Sheriff Joe's already gone through that door, and so Cody leads the uh, leads the drifter out that way. Um, Boomy's not happy with this sentence. Uh, he's gonna follow them, um, and, uh, try to catch up to Sheriff Joe. Okay, so you go out, uh, you two gonna go with him? Uh, I might as well. I was gonna say, I'll stay back. Which you can still stay can. back. I'll stay back. So he's so, like, oh, I mean, the room is emptying out, so you can go somewhere else. Yeah, I'm just walking out. Yeah. Alright, so, so you go out with everybody start else. start to yeah. walk out, see Boomy run off, and then chase after him. Okay, so you... Chase after Boomy. Boomy's trying to catch up to Joe. So you make it out of the room. Just It's a hallway, a little short hallway. Leads out, and then there's um, a door to the left at the end of the hallway. And that door is closed as you get to the hall- into the hallway. But you could still keep going if you want. I'll knock on the door. Well, uh, one that you saw it closed, so you know that there was sunlight on the other side. So it leads outside. Okay, I'll open the door. So you go out, you open it, and this leads into the fields behind the guardhouse. And so you go out there, and you see um, Sheriff Joe is nowhere to be seen. But Cody is currently leading the prisoner up a ladder. Um, can I call up to Cody and ask him where Sheriff Joe is? So you notice that the drifter has been cut loose, so he has his hands. And so Cody's main focus is making sure this guy doesn't make a run for it while they both climb this ladder. So Cody's behind the drifter. So you shout out, where's Sheriff Joe? And he's climbing this ladder. He's like, just real quick over his shoulder, I don't know, probably in his office or something. So then they get to the top of the ladder, and the uh, the drifter doesn't seem to be trying to resist. He seems to have accepted, his accepted what's about to happen. And then so Cody walks, gets to the top, not even a second later, he's right behind him. Puts his hand back on the guy's shoulder. Leads him over to one of the corners of the wall. Can I go over to the wall and uh, view this? Uh, yeah, you can. Are you gonna get up on the wall? Um, can I get to a point where I can see what's happening, like on top of the wall? Is there a place? Well, where... you can see from right here. Um, and would I be able to see the water from where I am? No, you can't see the water. Can You'd I have to get to on the wall I'm... to see the water. Can I do that sneakily? Well, yeah, he's not. They're not paying attention to you. Okay, sure. So like their backs are to you right now. So you climb the ladder or are you just airbending up? 
if no one's paying attention on Airbend. Yeah, there's, there's no one you can see. Like, remember, these buildings behind you that block the fields from the rest of it are as tall as the wall. Okay. Go ahead. So you just launch yourself up real yeah. quick. Are you going to try and intervene or just watch? I'm going to watch. Okay, so you watch. So Cody leads him over to the edge of the wall, steps him, steps him up, so he's on the very edge of the wall, and then with his knife, he slits the guy's throat and oh. pushes him into the okay, wall. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Boomy is like, oh shit. Uh, um, okay, so can I, when he hits the water, um, I am going to use uh, uh, air cushion, and then I am going to just slow his fall, hopefully, and then I'm sort of going to sneakily, like, go the other way around and then try to recover his body from the water and then try to stabilize the... How deep was the... Did it, like, squirt out when he... Yeah, there was a lot of blood. He's already dead. Fuck. So I'm not gonna try to... <laughs> scratch <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Fuck me. Boomy's, like, no. super upset. So, uh, yeah, he pushes him in and then turns and sees you there. He's like, oh, I, I didn't realize you were watching. <laughs> and he, he pulled... As he says that, he pulled out a... Uh, just like a cloth, and he started to wipe the blood off his blade. Uh, Sorry about that, buddy. No. Usually uh, we uh, we do these in private. It's a little gory, as you noticed. Chest yeah, I was, down there. Like, uh, boom is really like, oh, wasn't there a better way to resolve this? This is the way. This is the way we do things here. And he sheaths the knife on his belt again. Puts the put the he folds it up so the blood is all inside the cloth, and he puts it away. Uh, Boomy's just gonna sit down at the wall. <laughs> just sits on the like, wall. Tony comes over and he's gonna. Are you face? Which way are you face? Which is the water. Alright, so you face the water. The water over the edge. I'm assuming. Sure. That's, yeah, that's how I was picturing it. So, hit. so Cody comes over and sits next to you. And puts a hand on hit your back. Are you okay, buddy? Climbs up. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm sorry you had to see that, man. I, I, I didn't know you were there. Uh, Boomy's depressed. Uh, and he just sort of stares at the ocean and then says uh, that he wants to be alone. Okay, alright, bud. Alright. Cody gets up and heads out. I'll just sit there for like a couple hours. Chef, are you going to wait for him or are you going to go find Bob? Well, or I something? chased after him, so I would have yeah. probably seen him go up the wall yeah. and saw that. that you watch all of this it. play out. Yeah. <laughs> alright, so you head out before Cody even notices you were there. Um, While this was happening, yeah, I was going to get something. Alright, cool. So you head over to the cafeteria yeah. to yeah. get some food. Um, so they don't have fish because it's breakfast. Okay. But this is the first time that you have seen bread in this world. Okay. So they do have bread. So you get um, a couple slices of bread with your vegetables and then your uh, cup of water. Vegetables. Edibles? Okay. I said vegetables. Oh, I just oh. said edibles. We don't grow that. They way. have wheat in this universe? Probably <laughs> existed perfect. at one point, if not, still does. Fair enough. I'm gonna chill somehow. <laughs> Making ammo all the time. Let's move, Let's move to down. this. Um, anyways, she gets some food, has some breakfast. Um, actually, no, they wouldn't have had water. Well, they would have, but it wouldn't have just been automatically given to you. You would have had the option of orange juice. Oh. Fresh squeeze themselves. They grow oranges. Uh, one thing that I will point out, you notice nobody else is offered orange juice. Everyone else is just given water, and then you get to the so the drink section is the last part. It's you know like a 
buffet line, or not buffet, but like you go down the line, like a, a high school cafeteria or something. As you get to the end, and they ask if you want orange juice. I'm gonna say no, just so that I don't piss everyone else off. <laughs> All right, sure. And he gives you a cup of water. Chat would go eat. So you go eat, and so then same thing would happen to you. Chet's getting that orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> so they just reach it. So like they have this. On the table in front of them is where all the water is, and then you accept the orange juice. He reaches under the counter and pulls out a cup of orange juice and sets it on your tray. This is just Travis in the back squeezing oranges. No, Travis would probably be sleeping at this point because he was on guard duty at the time. Anyways, uh, so yeah, you go, you go, you eat. Uh, so you probably get there and Mason would be pretty close to finishing, but you still got some food. Go sit down with him, I assume. You guys sit together, eat. Uh, Boomy said he's gonna sit there for hours. So well, probably, maybe maybe like two or three. So remember, this was the you guys slept during the morning. This is afternoon. So if you sit there for a couple hours, you'll be there till sunset. You're, you're just you're just you're, you're just watching the water try to get over, and then you see the bump. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Some red water. <laughs> the water probably would be pretty red around here. There'd be a uh, uh, Yeah, I was gonna say um, predators gonna swarm. Potentially. Yeah. Is there stuff eating the body? Um, he doesn't see the body, and neither do you. So. Well, yeah, I'm eating <laughs> my delicious orange juice. You're eating your orange juice. That's a lot of pulp. No. <clears throat> there would be some pulp in it. They squeezed it themselves. There's gonna be pulp. It's yeah, pretty good. Put a big claw, cheese claw. Pulp is nasty. You should go tell. You should go tell. You should tell them that. Complain yeah. about the fact that you're the only person who got orange juice and you didn't like it. Wow, be that guy. What's the male carrying? I don't know. It doesn't exist. <laughs> now it does. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, Boomy. He's gonna get up and sigh deeply, and then he's gonna think back to uh. Uh, uh, monkey Yatsu uh, and uh, about what happened the last time that uh, Chet won on a, a murderous rampage and then uh, and sort of center himself and then head back out and then oh you're talking about um, that wasn't Gyatsu you talked to I talked to the person uh, that they Aang. don't know about yes okay Aang. gotcha you guys Never didn't mind. hear any of what we just said the person we don't yeah, yeah. okay so I'll think about what he said Take a deep breath and then set myself to keep going. And then uh, walk down the wall. Or, yeah, towards where I came in. Head back and try to find find them. And that will be all I do. Okay, so nothing eventful happens for the okay. next day or so. And then you guys get your next assignment. Oh, uh, but did Sheriff Joe say anything about the orphanage? They never mentioned it to you. Okay, I'll have to ask myself then. You can do that in the day off. Uh -huh. oh, sounds good. Alright, so you go to Sheriff Joe's office. Uh, he, you know, knock on the door, enter, go in. What are you going to say? Oh, I'm going to uh, say good morning. And then I'm going to uh, ask him if uh, it would be alright if I studied at the orphanage to learn their language and get a better understanding of uh, just uh, life around here. And he told, would that be alright? Uh, Sure. He looks at you for a second and he's like, that's uh, very unusual for a grown person to partake in those lessons. I understand why you have that interest in the fact that 
you were not raised in an atoll, so you don't know our ways, but you are now part of the atoll. Because normally the only people who wouldn't, who would be in an atoll and wouldn't know those things would be a drifter. And obviously we wouldn't teach them our ways. They, yes. they aren't one of us. You weren't originally a drifter. You're not from here. So I understand your, your curiosity, but I think for the benefit of the, the children, I think it's best that you do not partake in those lessons. Very well. Okay. Um, is there any other place that you have books or any other ways, uh, materials to learn here? Um, at most books and such would be kept by parents as personal possessions when they teach their own children. Okay. You're breaking someone's house. Hey, teach me your language. Very well. Thank you for your time, Sheriff. Uh, is there anything that you have for us to do? Uh, not right now. It would be the next day that you would get your assignment. Gotcha. Well, thank you for your time. And then Boomy will head out. Moving on to the next day. After a rough attempt at interrogation, the party let Sheriff Joe take the lead with questioning the thief, who is then put on trial and pleads guilty. Minutes later, Boomy watches in horror as his new friend Cody cuts the poor man's throat. After centering himself with the wise words of Monk Aang, Boomy and the party stand ready to tackle their next challenge, right here on Homebrew Hilarity.